Here's a message from Ken Lavica. There's a lot of sent messages in football every weekend, but only a select few can receive them. That's where we come in. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Well, give me my dirt theme music, dude. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. All right, Stone, let's uh, let's open up the old football inbox on this uh, Monday morning, shall we? You've got mail. Oh, look, we do have mail. You know, I think a lot of times, Theo, in this sports talk realm, we always talk about sent a message, sent a message, who sent a message? But a sent message does no good if there's nobody on the receiving end to convey that message, to consume that message, to understand that message. I like to think that we try our best to do a serviceable radio show every day at noon, and we're going we're gonna to change the game. <laughs> we're going to change the game this afternoon. We're not talking send messages, Theo. It's all about communication in life, in relationships, interpersonal and otherwise. We're going to receive these messages and tell the people about it today. I love that. I love that for us. I love it for our audience. I love it for our fans. And and most importantly, I love it for the teams that have good messages uh-huh. that were sent now, over the weekend. Make no mistake. Some messages are bad. Yeah. Flat out bad. Um, and we we receive those as well. We have to. We're, you have to. You have to have a balanced perspective on everything. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not like Twitter where you can just mute and block uh, no. messages or words no. and phrases. Like, no, we're real taking life. it all. Yeah, our, our email inbox, by the way, you, you, you can't block an email address. You can't do it. You can't do it. We, we get everything there and we consume it. And then we uh, we talk about it for you, the uh, the listening public here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Uh, Stone, uh, go ahead. Let's. Uh, I, I'm going uh, to read the first football message this week. The, the one that you I got received. Mail. All right. So, so. Here is here is the initial football message that I'm receiving on this Monday. NFL fans think that the NFL is the college football playoff. Mm. Fans that want to try and tell me that the Dolphins aren't real, that the Dolphins are, and, I, and Stone was part of it last night. He saw it because now we're a package deal, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Every time someone tweets at me, yeah. uh, they got to include Stone on it that. as well. We're, we're, um, we're conjoined sports twins, apparently. Uh, the F word came out multiple times last night from multiple people. Dolphins frauds, Dolphins frauds, Dolphins frauds. They play contenders, and they can't win. Play contenders, and they can't win. Let's play a little game here, Theo, real quick. Okay? I'd love to. <clears throat> um. Can you can you name the team that's lost to both Mac Jones and Zach Wilson now in this 2023 season? <laughs> that's going to be those Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you, going into the year, um, did you hear Super Bowl contender attached to the Buffalo Bills? I heard that often. Yeah. Actually, I heard uh, that this was their year finally. Um, yeah. I heard Josh Allen was going to overcome Patrick Mahomes this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Just three weeks ago, when the the Cincinnati Bengals uh, they were in the Super Bowl two years ago, they were yep. uh, they were were in the AFC Championship uh, a year ago. Do you remember when they lost to the Tennessee Titans? Oof. 
the, the Titans in your mind, are they, are they good? Are they a good football team? Considering uh, what they've been rolling out at quarterback this year, uh, it, it's a struggle bus over there in oh. Tennessee, but it was enough to get over those Bengals. What if I told you that the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl contender lost to both Mac Jones and Zach Wilson? The Cincinnati Bengals have lost to the quarterback list Tennessee Titans. What if I told you that happened? The Miami Dolphins have two losses on the year. They are at the Buffalo Bills, Super Bowl contenders, and at the defending NFC champions, but they've won all the rest of their games with very little drama. What if I told you that that team was the one labeled a fraud? You would think that that would be patently ridiculous, right? Ask Stone. Ask Stone. I don't want to be part of this one because I don't know. I'm on the fence now. I'm just looking at a, a schedule resume. Would you rather have two losses and one of them is on the road at the division favorite Super Bowl contender yeah. and the other is on the road at the defending NFC champions or would you rather have the schedule resume where you've lost to Mac Jones and Zach Wilson? Just on its face in a complete hypothetical. Stone, what would you prefer? I would prefer having the two losses to uh, Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, if you were to ask me. Mm. I'm just going to be yeah, honest, right? I'm not, I'm not being funny. Yeah. Uh, I, that's my legitimate answer. Take it for what it's worth. I don't want to derail what you have No, it's going fine. On I'm still going to get it off. Okay. I'm still going to get the take <laughs> off. And that's, the thing. that's why I pitched it to Stone. Stone also did what I was going to do, so I'll back but up. But let me, let, me, let me hear the reasoning. Let me, let me hear the reasoning why it's good to lose to Mac Jones, who, by the way, the Dolphins uh, have beaten and will beat again next week. Uh, why it's, it's better to, uh, to, to beat Mac Jones uh, or to lose to Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. Want me to start? Yeah, you can start. Uh, Zach Wilson, by the way, who thought that he was just going to coast through week one and wasn't going to see any action, came in completely cold, shell-shocked, and then you lost that game. To be honest, it's because I care more about the games that matter the most. And I know it's the regular season, so every game matters the same, quote-unquote. You don't get multiple wins for beating a team. You don't get multiple losses for losing to a team you should beat. But, like, when your team is playing another contender – when your team is playing a game that is, is, is supposed to be close, a game that is a really good measuring stick game, and you lose both of those by multiple points, and you get really dismantled by the Bills, and the Eagles you lose by two touchdowns, that's demoralizing because those are the teams you're going to have to beat if you want to complete your ultimate goal, which is to make a Super Bowl. So that's, yeah, I would rather lose to Mac Jones and Zach Wilson because then I can say they weren't up for it. Okay, the Patriots schemed their way to that mm. one. Okay, that Jets defense took care of us. But those excuses you can't use because okay. no, if you, bill, it, you're going to have to beat those teams. All right, cool. If, if we want to take the accountability route and the excuse route, you're going full excuse route. You're going excuse route, Stone. That's inexplicably soft. Let's make excuses. How about it, okay? I'm down. Uh, last, night, last night, no Taron Armstead. Oh, <laughs> Pro Bowler. Teron. Uh, Teron Armstead. Fine. No, uh, no Teron Armstead. Pro Bowl. <laughs> no Isaiah Wynn. Um, no Connor Williams, the number two center. Liam Eikenberg is the one brought in to snap it off his, his gooch. Uh, there's no Jalen Ramsey. No Xavier Howard. You have a, a nickel playing corner yeah. in Cater Kohu. Okay, You have someone who was signed in the preseason who was already bad. There's a reason he didn't have a team. Eli Apple starting at the, at the other corner. That's bad. That's mm-hmm. not good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you have 40% of your starters injured. Uh, you apparently run into the most perfect performance any NFL team has ever had from a, a rule-following perspective. Zero penalties last night for the Philadelphia Eagles, even though all of America, with their whole-ass eyes, saw uh, on a pass play a fast mask grabbed and ripped. Perfect football. Yeah. So if we want to make excuses, let's make excuses. There you go. Half of a Dolphins team went in and came back and had an opportunity to tie the game uh, in the fourth quarter. And the quarterback, who doesn't make excuses, yeah, I underthrew it, that was my fault, who played a dazzling game other than that, and he came up short on the road at the defending NFC champions, which is perfectly reasonable. How about that? I I can play the excuse game, too. That's palatable for me. That worked for me. That suffices, Stone. And and you can always use those excuses, and I don't think anybody even has the... Ability to push back on them, right? If you look at the 49ers and how they lost to the Browns, like you could easily pull that card, right? They're without their best players. So week in and week out and for all 32 teams, depending on the week and the opponent, you're allowed to pull those excuses. It's what we do. It's what we do as fans. There are reasons. Sometimes it's not excuses. Sometimes there are real reasons. And, and you're right. When you're going up against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, I mean, we're talking about two of the – that's one of the best wide receiver duos in the mm-hmm. whole league. And you've got Cater Kohu. Or Kehu. How do you say his last name? Kohu. Kohu, yeah. Kater that one Kohu. I know is correct. And, and Eli Apple. I mean, you sh- and you're on the road. Yeah. And then they still got the brotherly shove going, so they get first downs at will when they need to. You're, mm. you're at a very big disadvantage in that game. So, I want to, now that we've got that out of the way, I think we can find common ground. We're just not approaching it from the same yeah, way, yeah, which yeah. is fine. Um, <laughs> in the NFL, unlike college football, there ain't no championship won in October. This is not the college football playoff. This is not the BCS. There is not a win that counts more than others, except for those who have meatballs in their brain and watch football. And divisional games. Uh, those kind of count more. Okay. And, and the, the Miami Dolphins, uh, yeah. they have lost a divisional game. They have also beaten Mac Jones in the other divisional game, uh, which the Patriots uh, were able to triumph over the Bills yesterday. Same quarterback, Mac Jones. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins, again, will improve to 2-1 and one in the division next week. Right, right. Uh, this is not the college football playoff. The Dolphins are in first place in the AFC East. The Dolphins are the number two team in the AFC currently. This is not strength of schedule because all these teams eventually are going to play the same teams the Dolphins have played. Mm. They all have the same schedules, okay? This is not the BCS. This is not a weekly ranking coming out where you're going to finish top two or in the college football playoff, you finish top four, and then you get your opportunity. The Dolphins are in first place. The Dolphins have lost two very reasonable games to lose against Super Bowl contenders, one that was in the whole damn game just months ago. To call them frauds and not take into context all the injuries, not take into context that if it's not these elite teams, then the Dolphins are beating the all-living hell out of everybody else they face because the one undoing of an NFL contender is losing games that they should be winning, a.k.a. what the Bills are doing, a.k.a. what the Bengals are doing. The Dolphins are fine. You can call them frauds, but just know you're wrong. 
Just know you're wrong if you call them frauds. We have played seven, caught them seven games of a 17-game season. If you're going to sit there and say because the Dolphins have lost two road games to Super Bowl contenders they haven't shown you enough, then you don't want to be shown. There's nothing the Dolphins are going to be able to do. Even if they go to Germany in two weeks and beat the Chiefs, there's nothing they're going to be able to do that's going to change your mind. It's much like the current state of politics and political debate and vaccines and conspiracy theories. Show me proof. Show me proof. Show me proof. There's the proof. I don't believe it. It's the same thing that we get in sports. The same thing we get in the debate realm in sports. The Dolphins are fine. Are the Dolphins a Super Bowl contender? They, you've heard me say it. I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm not ready to go there yet. But do the Dolphins belong in the discussion of some of the elite teams? Absolutely. Huh, Ken, Ken, no way, no way. Uh, the Niners are better than them. The Eagles are better than them. The Chiefs are better than them. If those are the three examples of teams, the teams that are better than the Dolphins, you know what I say? The Dolphins are in great damn shape. Because that also means that based on the numbers... I would put the Dolphins in the AFC Championship game. I say huzzah to that. So with all of that being said, I, I, I love a lot of that. I truly do. I, I, I really do. And that I, was about we, the whitest wait, thing I've ever yeah. done on this show, by the we, way. We can't skim past that. I, I thought it was normal. No, so, no, no, I should have no, joined no. it with you. No, 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 no. Not we can today. send Tullamore do. Yeah, and, we can. This is, this is, look. You know how, like, a week or so ago you said, what's my sports sanctuary? Uh-huh. And I, I should have answered this right here. From 12 to 2 with you guys is my sports sanctuary. I love it, um, every moment of it. But when we have moments like that, we can't just skim past that, Stone. What the hell was that, Ken? Well, you say huzzah to that? Yeah. I'm not sure where that came from, yeah. to be quite honest. Wait, uh, have you ever said that phrase in your life? Yeah. Yeah, but not often because I find it pretentious <laughs> and uh, and super white. So I don't know where that came what from. What does it mean? Huzzah! Huzzah. <laughs> Ale! Yeah, it means, and we celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Like, pinky up or cheers. It's, it's, all, yeah, it's all it's relative. A, yeah, it's in the same neighborhood. To that I say huzzah? I could have said bully. <laughs> that would have been even lamer. Bull- I, I'm just listen. We'll just act like it never happened. Okay, we will. Okay. okay, but you have heard this before, Stone. Of course. And Ken, this is something you've said before. Uh, yes, but it's been a while. I don't know where that came from. I also feel manic, and I'm very caffeinated. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure. And again, I'm sorry for Darrell in the show. No, I'm not sure at a lot all. of our fans it's have heard a, it before, too. It's a worthy question. Yes. Okay. And I'm sorry to catch you off guard <laughs> I like was that. Like, but I was more caught off guard with Stone not reacting. He just kept going. <laughs> it's easy. It's just another day in the office here. <laughs> I say huzzah. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> listen. Okay, Stone. Listen, go. with all sorry. that being said, until they win a game like last night, is it not fair to question their ability to do so. Sure, absolutely. But you can't call them frauds because there's nothing about them that dictates they're a fraud. Not their offensive production. I know that sleepy Vic Fangio and that defense drives me crazy, but their defensive production is steadily improving. They actually had a legitimate pass rush last night. They shut down the Eagles' run, and they made Jalen Hart's life very difficult at times. So that's starting to come along. So, again, you can say you don't think that they're a Super Bowl contender. And if you make the proper case, I'm going to agree with you. But to say that they're fraudulent, that they're fraudulent when they have the best offensive numbers of anybody that we have seen in the history of the league, when they've largely revolutionized the way teams play football and 
what are picking, trying to pick off from the Dolphins game plan every single week. You can't sit here and say the F word. They're not frauds. That's why I push back. They're not frauds. This team is going to win uh, a lot of games. This team is likely going to win the division. And they have a lot of these teams coming up at home. Okay? I, I just, we are totally discounting how damn difficult it is to go win in Buffalo. Nobody's done it this year. And how damn difficult it is to go win in Philadelphia. Nobody's done it in an awful long time. Yeah. Uh, One thing to add, and I'm I'm jumping the gun because I'm sure you were going to bring this up, but I I think when you hear the word fraudulent and you parlay it with the Dolphins, there's one thing that jumps out to me that I know you feel strongly about. Uh, This may be your Twitter fingers, and I know you love yourself some Devon Achan, but I think that's where the fraud comes from because you would call him a top five running back. I think the teams that they faced production-wise, production-wise, the teams that they faced equal production, and it just doesn't. It's not really, uh, really a top five running back, and I think that's kind of where fans are going. Okay, but Devon, from a Devon H. Devon's not a top five running back production, sure, but I, you can do that against the Panthers. But he's literally, and teams. but he's literally a top five production running back. Fine. If you want me to give you that qualifier, I will. I'm not saying Devon Achan is a top five running back in the league. He's the second best running back on his own no, team. He's not. I would argue he's better than Raheem Mostert. <laughs> in the game that they both were healthy and played in, didn't Devon outperform him? And Mostert was like six carries for like 15 right, yards. But they're not also, a good measuring stick. They're, they're know, two different types of, of backs. Yes, they're both fast, but Raheem Mostert is very much a, a volume back. He, he definitely is. But I'm just saying, like the, I, I think having Achan in that game could have been a big difference maker because one of those three or four yard carries could have turned into a 60 yard. What I would play. say about last night, though, to counter that, and I'm not trying to diminish the Dolphins here while I'm trying to build them up, but I think that Raheem Mostert not having HN was not the problem. It's the fact that you didn't have your entire left side of the line and you had all old ground ball off the gooch himself, Leon Eichenberg, uh, that's snapping two of the football. That's yeah, the biggest that's gonna issue. Hurt. That's going to hurt. Alongside, and an elite D line. I was going to say, that's alongside Jalen Carter and Hassan Reddick. Right. Like, yeah. like, if, like if, if A-Chan were to go against guys like that on a weekly basis, his production wouldn't listen, be where it's at. So that's where fraudulent is coming from. I understand. If goes against that, the Eagles front seven, then their production won't be there, but you don't. You, you face them once a year. That's exactly I, my point. So that's where the word fraud's coming out. I, no, they haven't but, seen anybody. But fraud yeah. is so extreme. It is. Because the Dolphins, I firmly believe this, and I don't think it's a bold proclamation, so we don't have to get the time, the day, all that stuff, write it down, revisit it. The Dolphins, at full strength, are as good, if not better, than every other team in the National Football League. At full strength. If, if everybody's full strength? At full strength. And this is the problem. One, that's not possible in the NFL. And two... The Dolphins' depth, or lack thereof, is their biggest flaw. The Eagles have depth. The Niners have depth. Kansas City, maybe not as much depth as those other two, but more depth than the Dolphins have. The Dolphins' lack of depth is ultimately going to be their undoing. If they can get maybe to 90% health, they can make sure they go into December in the most full-strength form of themselves, all right, maybe you can talk Super Bowl contender. But, but their depth that it showed last night in a massive way, the Dolphins are very even to the Eagles in terms of what they are as a football team until you start having to go to your number twos and your number threes, and that's where the disadvantage really shone brightly last night. That's also supposed to be where the coaching comes into play. No, that's where well. the GM's supposed to come into no, play. No, I'm talking about the coaching getting the most out of those players that are back. Like We've seen 
guys who wouldn't be considered depth perform because of good coaching. And the Dolphins are supposed to have two of the better coaches on both sides of the ball in Mike McDaniel and Vic Fangio. Well, Mike McDaniel's held up his end of the bargain. Yeah. Right. Vic well, Fangio well, is not. Well, well, is Dolphins he? scored 10 points against the Eagles okay. on Sunday. I understand that, but they also had their number three center called for a hole yeah. that wiped out one touchdown, and then blind official uh, completely <laughs> ignoring a face mask on what should have been a reception to set up first and goal with Cedric Wilson getting his helmet nearly ripped off yeah. right in front of the side judge. So I think that you can say, oh, only this, only this, but just like everything with the Dolphins uh, and whether or not they're for real or they're Super Bowl contenders or they're frauds, there is very necessary necessary context that needs to be presented. It's funny when context is presented, you know, so when we're talking about Dolphins Eagles that happened yesterday, it's we need all this context. We got to talk yeah. about who was out. We got to talk about what the refs did. And all that. He's going to talk about Chiefs line. Thank you, Stone. But I'm just saying, I wasn't even going to specifically that. No, that's, I got one, you. that's my one example this year. But for every other team and every other fan whose team falls short in a primetime game or in a Sunday, like maybe the, the Bills did against the Patriots, I'm sure Bills fans would love to line up here and give you all the excuses of all the defensive guys they had out. No, the Bills team actually handles all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying. Oh, the turf. Oh, it's too hot. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, it's too cold. Oh, the scoreboard's so, too big. So how can you sit here and profess all of these excuses or reasons why mm-hmm. the Dolphins lost? Yeah, I want you to answer this because I feel okay, so here, strongly about I gave it. you seven damn names and a number three center, and you're going to give me Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. Whoa! What? Yeah. Okay. What Two are, of the top ten players in the NFL. Okay. And there was probably a left guard missing whose name he doesn't know. Like if we were well, as no, delved in, good. Well, well, one of them, or yeah, or, or a three tech, missing, or somebody you know who who's missing. missing. Charles Minahu, who changed the game last. <laughs> I yesterday love this guy game. who's a fan <laughs> of the Super Bowl champions trying to be a victim. It's unbelievable. I'm not trying. It's to be very off putting. No, no, no it, my, it, it's not a victim, but he he has a, a very valid point. Like saying. you could invite okay. any losing so, fan base on I the just, show right now, and they would rattle off the same amount of names I as just, you did. I just gave you no Jalen Ramsey, Pro Bowler. I just gave you no Xavier Howard, Pro Bowler. I just gave you no Teron Armstead. Pro Bowler. I just gave you number three center who's snapping ground balls to Tua. Okay, uh, to me, uh, especially against the Eagles, that matters a little bit, especially up front compared to Week One against the Lions, where you don't have what? Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. You just so you just diminished. Chris Jones but and Travis I, Kelsey, but, but then you called Xavier Howard a You're pro bowler. You're making this about the Chiefs. This isn't about just, the Chiefs. I, I already make said the Chiefs are a Super Bowl contender. He, he brought up the Chiefs-Lions game. All I'm saying is with any loss, with the Bills lost, do you want me to rattle off all the names that they were missing in that loss go, against the Patriots? Go to the, go to the injury report. Let's do it. Yes, we can. I don't have the names because I don't remember, but it was half of their defense was out that game. Half of their defense, and that was, that's was that been the one you thing. You still lost to Mac Jones and Mike Jasicki. That is... Yeah, is pathetic. Mac yeah. Jones deserves a little bit of flowers, all right? Give the man some yeah, love. I'm not giving but him a damn thing other well. than a bra for those. <laughs> but when you, so when, those when undeveloped when, chest muscles he has. When you're talking about, right, the third string center and the right tackle and all of this, all of that, let's talk oh about the Chiefs God. beating the Giants by five points with guys like Justin Pugh and, and Andrew Thomas and some of the bums that they have up front. Like It literally Why, can but, be said for again, every single team. This goes team. to the college football playoff BCS analogy. Why are we talking about close games? Chiefs won that game. Like A win is a win. This is not college football. This is the message that I'm receiving. Too many fans think that the NFL is college football. Too many NFL fans think that this is the college football playoff, that it's about resumes. 
If you finish first in your division or you have a good enough record, you're in. There's no committee that's placing you as a seed that's not, anywhere. But It but, doesn't matter. But when you're having conversation about what these teams are going to do in the future, that stuff does come Okay, into, but you play. can't make a judgment on the Dolphins yet until they have a non-nickel playing corner. Until Eli Apple is no longer in their plans. You can't have this conversation a month from now. Yeah. When these guys are back, I will willingly sit here and say... Man, this is as full strength as they're going to get, and this ain't it. I will obviously admit to that because I've already declared they're not a Super Bowl contender. That said, they're so incomplete yeah. that I can't, I can't make a valid judgment on that. Like with the Chiefs, like we can give you all the crap we want about, oh, lost to the Lions, lost to the Lions. That said, we know what the Chiefs yeah, are at yeah. their core. They get a benefit of the doubt that the Dolphins – don't get, and I am totally understanding of that. But to declare them frauds when they're the best offense we've ever seen with our own eyes. So that's what I think we can pump the brakes on. I think that's what we can pump the brakes on, at least dialing that back a little bit. Because I get Why? that you have, because I get that you have some deficiencies on the line, and I get that it was a great defense you're going up against, but when you play two contenders in a year in seven weeks, and we're calling you the greatest offense we've ever seen. And in, in both of those team, games, the team, the offense didn't show up in the way that they did against these bottom feeders of okay, the NFL. That's expected. Were you going to have them put 70 up on the Eagles? Is, if you're the greatest offense we've ever seen, you can't get this up is 10, the you problem. Can't score 10 points on the road. The Dolphins the are so great offensively. No. It's changed everybody's no. rational perspective about so what good I don't NFL offense so is. That's not a true It's changed everybody's expectation because they think they're going to go out and score 40 every week. Then they're not. Then they're not the greatest offense we've ever seen because we have seen the greatest show on turf. Because they didn't put up Mahomes 40 points Travis every Kelsey week. And, and Tyreek Hill. In the NFC title game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know how many points they put up? That was the NFC put title up, game. They put up 17 points. This is week seven and week three. Okay. And you couldn't get it done and, against the Bills or and, Hughes and, and, and at are, all. You guys have been brainwashed by what you've seen, which is unlike anything we've ever seen. That's you, the definition of you've it. You've been, just been the more so brainwashed than, than what we've ever seen. I think In the Bills game and in the Eagles game, this team is – the Dolphins never were in it. I think that's where the fraud's coming from. I mean, of in course, what you, game? you're down seven points in the fourth quarter. Are you? Did you just say last night? I thought you were talking about the Bills. Did you just say last night the Dolphins weren't in it? It was whole ass 17-17. I'm holding a, uh, an Eagles. I, I understand that. And you have the ball in the fourth quarter down seven. I'm holding an Eagles two and a half ticket. Not one sweat bead dripped from my forehead. <laughs> like, I was never worried. It was almost like, like, you know when you have a little brother and you hold him at arm's length and he's trying to swing and he's not quite getting there? That's kind of what Philadelphia was doing to Miami last night. It was sad. And, of course, you can go That's tie the game up. Sad. But it, it's just it's to score 10 points. Like if Jalen doesn't turn the ball 10 over points. there and, and tie the ball game up, then we're having a different discussion. You were tweeting that this is wraps. It's over if they score. They scored. It was wraps. Oh, no. Pick six. Like you can really divvy out everything you want to. But the Eagles, I, I think, gave him the work last night. That is preposterous and it just shows that if you're anti-Dolphins, you're seeing things in a completely different lens because you just don't want to even believe that they can add their their full strength compete for a title because it's become trendy. It's become trendy to diminish this football team. What was the football message you received most loud and clear this weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. In fact, I'm going to declare it right now. I think that the Dolphins as of today, are held to a way different standard than everybody else now in the NFL based on what we saw from them in the first seven weeks of the season and that prolific offense. It's becoming clear to me that's what's happened. Nick is in West Palm here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. What's up, Nick? Uh, I just wanted to say, and I'm probably not going to be happy, is 
either guys with you or somebody needs to check your manhood. A real mature Nick. Real mature Nick. Talking about manhood. Hey, hey, let's talk about your package, Nick. No, 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 no. no. Hey, stop talking for a second, and then I'm going to let you talk. Hey, Nick, let's talk about manhood. Nick, how how, how, how much manhood do you have, Nick? Let's talk about manhood. What a five-year-old ass. I mean, are you kidding me? You're a grown man. And that's what you're going to do. I I hope your partner, whoever's handling your manhood, is real proud of you right now. Jackass. What the hell was that? Talking about manhood. Try to talk about football and this five-year-old D-bag is going to talk about manhood? Shut up. So when I scanned him on the phone, he, he wanted to talk about injuries. He, he said every, every team in the NFL is injured. And I was like, yo, bring that on to the show. As, as far as the manhood stuff, yeah, that was just that came with it. Like, who does that? Who does that? They think you're whining. Like, if you're a non-Dolphins fan, you can take it as whining, sitting here pointing out injuries, the greatest offense. And no, you got you scored 10 points last night, and you're naming injuries off the team. Like, that's I, I, people who aren't fans of the Dolphins would consider that whining. Fine. So be it. So be it. But people think it's whining because they don't want to actually, they don't want to open their ears and actually listen because they are too, they, they, they don't have the attention span to actually, or the ability to consume context. They don't. The Dolphins are held to a different standard than every other team. It's Man mainly hood. because people are calling them the greatest offense we've ever yes. seen. It, it tangibly it's not. is. Every single damn number proves that they are. Except for when they play good defenses. So that's the problem, Ken. They went up against the most lopsided officiating crew in 17 years in the NFL last night. To that I would say, wah, That's fine. That's fine. The Bills' loss yesterday is inexplicably worse than anything. Yeah, it's humiliating. It's humiliating. The Dolphins suffered a loss that 97% of the league would suffer last night. And there's my point. There's my point. I don't even know why it had to go past that. There's my point. And to that, I say, huzzah! That's right. Well done. What is the... <laughs> you know what? You pulled it off better oh than me. God. What was the football message you received loud and clear this weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us, at KLV1063. What was the football message you received loud and clear this weekend? And... uh yeah, let's talk. How's your manhood? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levick. That's Levick, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Stone, just so I can extend an olive branch to Theo, to you, since we're talking context and I demand context, and then you guys are saying I don't provide context if it doesn't, if it doesn't serve me, I'll be the bigger man here. Uh, can I hear... Two at a Tyreek, that gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous touchdown. But here's the context. Without the Eagles two starting safeties. There you go. Okay. Can I can I can I hear that last night on NBC? Tua fires left side for the end zone. Tyreek Hill touchdown. The timing of Tua and Tyreek do it again, and Miami gets back in it at 17 to 9. You can't play press coverage on him. You can't jam him. You can't play man against him.
Can't play zone against him. Tyreek Hill is a football god. And you know what I say to that, Theo? Huzzah! <laughs> I love that. Yo, he shut down the non-QB MVP conversation last night. Like, he's untouchable. He's untouchable. He is. He he has definitely opened the door to a non-QB MVP. Uh, that is that is very accurate. Uh, the MVP of fixing your foot and ankle pain, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Nice. That's undisputed. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Real quick question before we go to the phones. Theo, how's your manhood? It's doing good. Huh? It's a rock steady, upward <laughs> upward incline. <laughs> yeah. Every day is a, a better day. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Stone? I trust your manhood as well. Yeah, 10 out of 10 over here. Good. Good to hear. Nice. Okay. Uh, where, are we, uh, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Let's go to Pablo in Palm City. Uh, on one? On one. Pablo in Palm City on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Hello, Pablo. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Good. How's your manhood? Great. Listen, uh, hanging six inches to the left. Hey. Yeah, we're good. Yo. <laughs> relax. That's it. it, it. <laughs> what you got, Pablo? All right, so hear me out. All right, here we go. Imagine this. You see a girl on Instagram. You really, really like her. Uh-huh. She's banging, right? Yeah. So you DM her. You DM her. Slide in those DMs. She responds. Mm-hmm. What's that? Slide in those DMs. Okay, slide in DMs, right? She replies, guess what? We got a date, and I'm loving it. So I take her out, right? Mm-hmm. Man, she's got the hair. She's got the, the, the lipstick. She's got the breast. She's banging, right? Yep. So finally, <laughs> end of the date, we get home, right? She asks to use my bathroom. Sure. Over to the right. She goes in the bathroom. 20 minutes later, she comes out. She ain't got no wig on. She's taking her hazel eye contact out. She's wiped off her lipstick. And instead of Tina... I've got Tyrone. Okay. Right? Uh, uh, yeah. He's a fraud. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh-huh. Miami is a fraud. And I'm going to tell you why. They did. They look good on Instagram. They look good on the talk. But when you get her out and you take her out, see that? See, it's not her, man. It's not her. Miami is a fraud. All that talk, all that popping circumstance, all that hype, all we're the fastest this, the fastest that. You're only fast when it comes to sucky teams. Other than that, you're just an average Miami team. That is the most out. preposterous. Don't even drop the mic on that. That's the most preposterous <laughs> analogy. <laughs> hey, I'm out. Did I'm out. I did drop? something. He caught his mic as he tried to drop it. Yeah. Don't drop the mic. By, the, by the way, by the way, uh, I love people for what they have on the inside, not on the outside. I don't know what that analogy was all about. Um, so <laughs> he just was saying she looked different when uh-huh. she got home. Uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. think he was going full. I thought he was, but he stopped himself. Uh-huh. I think he just said she looked different. Well, uh- Tina to Tyrone. Yeah, we got what he was. <laughs> yeah, down. No, we we definitely. We we definitely uh, we got what he was trying to say. Yeah. Uh, let, let's just uh, let's grade it A through F. Uh, that analogy A through F. Theo, go ahead and grade it. I, it was it was, a, it was a D yeah. plus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stone, I give it a C. I think he passed. I'm gonna give that a flat out F. 
I knew you were going to give it in. I mean, uh, and again, I just don't think that that is such an extreme one. I, I cannot believe that we're going to sit here in the NFL and a team that put up 70 points and a team that has broken every first quarter of the season record on offense, and you're going to say fraud. Like, you're going to use the word fraud. If you say not Super Bowl contender, fine. If you say not elite, I'll give you a pass. But fraud, I, that's just downright dumb. It's just downright dumb. So, so, and it's disingenuous. So, can I trade fraud with unproven? There, yes, so but they're not the same thing. But here's the thing, though. Here's, here's the reason why the pushback is so hard. Because expectations rose with how well the Dolphins mm-hmm. were doing. So they were hearing it from Dolphins fans and from Dolphins supporters or from the talking heads who were talking up this Dolphins team that they're Super Bowl contenders, that it's the best offense of all time, that they're unstoppable. So now when they get shut down by a real contender, that's why the pushback's so bad. So I don't think they're saying right. that they're frauds as in like they can't win 10 games. I mean, games. he literally just used the word fraud. If you're going to call him After a Super saying Bowl Tyrone. contender. If, uh-huh. <laughs> if you're going to call him a Super Bowl contender, then, they're, then they, you can say they're fraudulent okay. in that. They are, as it stands right now, as you could say they're a fraudulent Super Bowl contender, but you're giving, you're giving the That's people who want to call them frauds a qualifier now. Look, like, you're, you're doing something that is, while I disagree with it, more reasonable than what we've actually heard. Yes. Than the actual pushback is. Because the pushback is so loud because people are hating on the team because they didn't believe the Dolphins were good, but the Dolphins came out of the gates like the, like the Rams in the early 2000s, and everybody and was they giving were them the, the same. Well, there were the same – and I do remember this. I'm old enough to remember. There were the same questions about that Rams team. Yeah. Because it came out of nowhere. Now, part of this, I think, is we keep hearing Mike McDaniel, Tua, the offense, and then this is now year two of them not beating the contenders. When is it going to happen? People are getting impatient. I'm impatient. I understand that. But to call them frauds is ridiculous. They are a playoff team. They will be a playoff team unless Tua gets hurt, which jujitsu has really done great things for him. Tuck that chin. Uh, where else are we going, Stone? LP, line two from West Palm Beach. What's up, LP? You're on Levicka, Theo, and Stone. How's it going? How's it going, fellas? Good. All respect. Um, I want to apologize for the first two guys that called speaking about manhood. Obviously, they're not in the right place. Man. I'm a newlywed, and manhood's Congrats. going great. So it sounds like those fellas <laughs> Good. are yes, sir. Oh, you, you, a little short. Hey, that's awesome, now, man. Um, You're one. Um, I, pre- I appreciate it. Um, I'm a football realist. Now, before I even say what team I root for, I'm a football realist. So, um, all respect to the Dolphins. I'm not a Dolphins fan. I'm born and raised in Miami, but been an Eagles fan my whole life. You know, I've been Randall Cunningham from when I started. But I'll be a football realist and say the Dolphins' offense, when healthy, is prolific, my man. There's things we haven't seen since the greatest show on turf. Only difference, they had a special weapon in the backfield called Marshall Fox. And when the weather changes and you can't get those passes, you have something special back there. Dolphins trying to recreate that between two running backs. I respect that. Now, my takeaway from the weekend is I know I saw you mentioned college football a little earlier. And, yeah, college football pros, completely different aspect. But when it comes to the trenches, I want to put you in the mindset of Alabama in those years that were so dominant, being offensively and defensively controlling of the line of scrimmage. The trenches of the Eagles is what the Dolphins ran into. Now, despite being injuries, despite all excuses, those two offensive and defensive lines are something you haven't seen. In, in That's this quite very, day. very true. They have a, ma- a matching trenches like that. Yes. So any team that has to go up against the buzzsaw of that offense and the buzzsaw of that defense in the trenches is going to have some difficulties. I mean, Fellas, I'm about to go to work, but you guys have a blessed day. Man. LP, appreciate you, and that's the that's the most accurate thing yeah. that's been said in 45 minutes on this show. Are we like, grading that one? I, 
That's yeah. That's, go ahead and grade I'm that. Gonna go, I'm gonna go A minus on it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I got A minus as well. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be an A. Like I, I get Marshall Falk, that whole thing. You can do two running backs though to recreate that. Whatever. Right. The, the problem was not Raheem Mostert last night. The problem was there was nowhere to run. Yeah. The problem was uh, <laughs> that you you had big, um, mean. Pro Bowlers and Kelly Green waiting to consume him all night long because old Liam Eichenberg, uh, when he wasn't taint balling it, was missing his block. Like it, it was just, and I, I hate to pile on him, but good lord, man! No, there were times when Hassan Reddick was in the backfield Hassan before Reddick, Raheem Mostert even possessed yeah, the football. Like that little toss they like to run. Yeah. Hassan Reddick nearly caught it one play. Yeah, uh, he's ridiculous. You can't run against that front. They're going to be like no. that all year. But the thing is, you're supposed to be able to pass it on them. And, and the, that's and what they, people and, have done all year. But to a, I mean, to a, to a did. He, and he did, but it just, again, not enough. Right, but that's not, not on that's not on Tua. I'm not saying it's on Tua. I'm not saying it's on McDaniel. The, protect, I don't know the protection was objectively terrible, and they couldn't run the ball. Other so teams I, have dealt with that front seven. And, and again, uh, your offensive line was banged up, so that's going to hurt a little bit more, but they've been able to pass it successfully on them, and, and the Dolphins didn't do it enough to win, or at least to be competitive. They didn't do it enough to win, but they've done it right on power with the teams that found some success. Like He found just as much success as, as the Commanders did. The Commanders came closest to beating them outside of the Jets, and it wasn't... Zach Wilson that beat the Eagles. Yeah. It was Jalen Hurts that beat the Eagles uh, a little over a week ago. That's messed up. Uh, let's see here. Where do you? Where else you want me to go? Is this Brandon? This is Jeremy in West Palm. Oh, Jeremy in West Palm on Levicka Theo and Stone. Hey, Jeremy. Hey guys, how are you? Good. All right. So I'm like the last caller. You kind of sold a bit. I was going to say, but as the same thing as with the injuries and everything, it's not an excuse. Like it happens for everybody, but. Having a team that you haven't seen, like the Eagles, like that, that also, you know, they have some new draft picks and stuff, but you basically have Georgia's front four and other linebackers and other players that are there that all know each other and all know how to play in a system with each other and can communicate and yeah. already have camaraderie. So that definitely helps them, even though they're all younger, maybe fresher players, but they already have camaraderie that our defense with Vangio is still trying to figure out with players that are injured coming in and figuring that all out. But, anyways, I think of this way. Basically, till with like 12 minutes left, 10 minutes left in that fourth quarter, the Dolphins were right there with three quarters of a team. It's the same thing as the Eagles were three quarters of a team. So you can't really say that the Dolphins are frauds, right. but you could definitely say they're maybe through gazy defensively, you know? <laughs> oh, they definitely, definitely are. We have our oh, yeah. I mean, Jeremy, there's no question about it. The defense has been a significant disappointment uh, and, and appreciate the call. Yeah, that's extremely correct. Like the, the defense is, is it's improving. The defense but played, boy, it has a way to go. The defense played well last. It was fine. Yeah, yeah it was fine. It was fine. Was good. Like it they, was fine. They they got a pick six. They turned over. I think they turned over Jalen Hurts twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and got some sacks, got some pressures. They were good. The, so so for me, without their two stars, the that was encouraging. Yeah, but the Eagles don't assert themselves on offense. They'd rather drag you into deep correct, waters. Correct. They want to. They want to drag you into the mud, but, into the dirt. That's so, their but identity. That's why it's good to force them into turnovers. Right. Whereas you know you have to be opportunistic. But I they're going to get there. If, if Philly had to put their foot on the gas pedal, they could have scored forty plus. But that's just not how they play. The defense is terrible for Miami, and it's hard to watch. And you just know something well, bad's going to happen every other play. I don't know well about last that. Night, though. I'm just saying they played well last night. Yeah, because they could have been. We've seen terrible defense and what it's looked like, and what teams can do to torch it. 
literally against this Miami Dolphins team. I, I, I honestly think that, well, Bradley Chubb is super frustrating that he never takes an inside pass rush. Everything's to the outside, outside, outside. He showed himself last night. He forced a fumble. Uh, he, I thought that Jalen Phillips was really strong last night. Oh, nice. like, I, don't, I don't think it was a matter of, oh, if the Eagles really wanted to turn it on. No, because the Dolphins had them fourth down before the ass smashes began. And they couldn't get off the field. Is that your new? Uh, yeah, I just, I hate to push <laughs> and I hate brotherly shove. So I just like ass mash. I just think it has a better ring to it. It's uh, pretty good. Uh, not, don't, 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 you don't have to give him that, right? He already got his manhood question and we're going with ass smash. <laughs> let's keep it rolling. You All right, let's keep it rolling. Uh, is this Brandon in Port St. Lucie? This is Brandon from the Pizzle. Hi, Brandon. You're on yeah. ESPN 106.3. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. All right. So, first of all, Bills fan, lifelong Bills fan, growing up in South Florida. Uh, first of all, the officiating last night was horrible. Yeah. It was. They didn't really give Miami a fair chance. Uh, I'm not ready to call the Dolphins frauds because we had to see Tua and that entire offense in a full playoff game, not Skylar Thompson. Correct. Yes. So, yes. That would have so helped answer some questions. Call, you, yeah, you can't you can't call them frauds. It's just the and the, the biggest takeaway for me from yesterday was it's week seven. It's week seven of eighteen. People tend to overreact. Um, do you have? Are you getting fed takes from your buddy right now? Yeah. Is this a collaborative effort? What is happening right now? Is he okay? Did he get kidnapped? What's happening? All right. Well. Wow. Uh, Godspeed, uh, Brandon. I've never. He was, was reading, he in a drive-through. He was reading a script, and I think his buddy was like, "Hey, all right, now you like, get hey, a mention." This, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, don't forget this one. We got one more before break. I do want to say something about Tua though. Should have just asked him how his manhood was and left it. Sorry, I, I, I that the interception he threw that Darius Slaywin made a play on. Like, if that doesn't happen, if that play doesn't happen, we could be talking a whole different tone soon right now. Yeah. Like, if it was the a Dolphins bad throw. That possess, it was a it bad wasn't throw. a bad throw, or, or was, was Mostert running in the same vicinity as Well, as I think there were a Wild. couple of things that happened. One, Mostert got held, but I'm not mad about that not being a flag. Like, that ended up being a 50-50 ball. I right. do think, as Chris Collinsworth pointed out on the NBC broadcast, it was the second time that you had Jalen Waddle and Raheem Mostert in the game running a route yeah. five yards from one another. So, if... If Jalen Waddle is five yards uh, towards the middle yeah. of the field, Slay he might have seen it, but he can't get over it. So, but but two has got to be. There was no reason to force to force that ball yeah. to the goal line. You were working the middle of the field. Just keep doing that. But to me, it's like that's a, either an incompletion or it's Raheem Mostert knowing it's coming and catching a back shoulder play yeah. right there. But it, it would it should have never been a Slay interception. But it only was that because Waddle was running. So yeah, close, the, the, so. the Dolphins were very sloppy. Yeah. There were some things last night: the route running, the penalties, uh, Christian Wilkins. Like know where the line of scrimmage is, dude. You yeah. don't have to line up offside every single time. But that's the thing. It's just uh, these little plays in a football game can change the narrative totally. Because if the Dolphins come out at least in one possession or win that game, then we're not having this whole discussion yeah. about them being frauds. Yeah. So. We're um, we're very late. Stone's very mad. Uh, so we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll keep taking your calls. We got social media. We have a dog bleep Monday. Start thinking of that. Uh, so uh, we roll, and our manhood is intact. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> Attic.
Jar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Uh, are you are you prepared at all, Theo, to tell us about the virtues of Duffy Sports, bro? I'm always prepared to talk about the place to go, especially when it comes to Saturdays or Sundays or Thursdays or Mondays, heck, any day of the week, to watch football, watch baseball, watch basketball, but also enjoy some award-winning burgers and some award-winning wings. We're talking about the place famous for the two-for-one drinks all day, every day, and also famous for all of the wonderful starters and food on the menu. And, and one thing I always try to remind people when they're trying to find a place that you want to watch a game or, or hang out with your buddies, every single Duffy Sports Grill you go to has 80-plus TVs mounted up on the wall. All right, so anywhere you look, you can get your favorite game on, your favorite fight, whatever you're into, you can get your flavor there. And as well as you can go to Duffy'sMVP.com to sign up and get your rewards racking up today to become a real MVP. Again, Duffy'sMVP.com, and at Duffy's, our game is always on. All right. Uh, LaVica, Theo, and Stone, I'm LaVica, the man you just heard speaking about the virtues of Duffy's, Theo, and then uh, Stone. Uh, I, I I wanted to, this was the first time me experiencing being on the receiving end of the uh, the tush-push, the brotherly shove, the ass smash, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, Sucks. And it's not a good feeling. Yeah. It, it does not feel good uh, at, at all. And there's constant... Uh, back and forth and debate about whether or not it should be outlawed. Some saying that's not football. That's not football. Someone's going to get hurt. Others saying, oh, that's 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 uh, the most pure form of the sport. Here was uh, Nick Sirianni. By the way, can somebody get that man a B12 shot? I mean, he looks completely unhealthy. And I'm not one to judge um, one's appearance. But boy, Nick Sirianni looks like he eats like crap. He sleeps like crap. Uh, every time I see him, his eyes are more sunken in. Somebody just get that man a B12 shot, please. Get some vitamin C in that guy's diet. Please. Life of a football coach. Man. My it, God. It legitimately is the life of a football coach, though. There, 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 there's, no, tape, there's no middle. There is really you're eating like crap, you're not sleeping at all, or there is your eating super-duper healthy, you drink protein shakes in the morning and this, and you run in the morning, and then you go to sleep really early. There's no in-between. If he looks like the best take that I've heard is he looks like every Philadelphia Eagles fan. I, I was gonna say if the city of Philadelphia was a person, it's Nick Sirianni. You gotta respect that. It's a, somebody just find that dude some supplements, please. The tush push goes for a first down and he's throwing the first oh. down signal. I mean, I'm I, I, I'm pumped. He's got the dark circles around his eyes and he's just pale. Like man, I, again, like just once a month, a B12 shot right in the uh, right in the arm and you're fine. Um, so here's, uh, here's Nick Sirianni on, uh, on why the tush push, the ass mash is great. You've seen it across the league that people can't do it like we can do it. They can't do it like we can do it. And, uh, and so I'm making my plug right there, like, don't, don't ban this play. Like, if everyone could do it, everybody would. Where's the camera? If everybody could do it, everybody would do it. Um, I tend to agree with him. I, I don't. I, I don't understand. We love to equate football to war all the time, right? Combat! Mano a mano! Hand-to-hand battles! Button-faced math. Yeah. Like, Boots on the ground. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ass-smashing. Ass-smashing. Yeah. Like, we love, we love the, the toughness of the sport, and we like the thought of two grown men going into battle against one another. 
we have the most pure form of football in this this tush push, this brotherly shove, this ass smash. It's literally one on one. Who's stronger? Who's tougher? Who gets more leverage? It, it honestly, it's the most elementary thing we've seen in professional football. So why would we outlaw it? Because the Eagles are really, 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 really good at it. Yes. Like at some point, someone's going to figure it out. And it's very frustrating to watch because we like passes and we like big explosive plays and we like speed. But what the what what the Eagles have done is they've brought they've brought this back to its rugby roots. And for that, fine. Like I'm fine with it. I, why would you outlaw that? It's the closest thing to the sport 80 years ago. We always talk about, oh, the sport's changed. I miss uh, I miss the 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 old NFL where men were men. Well, this is this is the closest thing you're going to get to that. So why would we outlaw it? Just figure it out. I, Just figure it out. I'm cool. I'm also on team. Don't outlaw it. Like we have to figure out a way to stop it collectively as a group, as as the other 31 teams in the NFL. But oh my, it is it is so demoralizing when your team is going up against that, yeah. and you already know on third and five, you're like, damn it, what can we do? We have to get a sack here. You have to get a sack or a tackle for loss on third and five. Or right. else they're going to do inside zone to DeAndre Swift, pick up three yards, and tush push. They're, they're, the, the Eagles are perpetually first and nine. I hate And it that. makes a huge difference. I hate that, though. It, it's, it's a very good point because uh, even if you're in minus territory, like you got four downs. Oh, like You know you do, yeah. and you're allowed to right. call certain plays because you know you're most likely going to go for it on fourth and one. So it just they call plays at a different clip than everybody else in the like, NFL. There's too many scared coaches who even in their their own territory, their minus territory, are punting on fourth and short. Nick Sirianni is throwing his middle finger up at that, yeah. saying, we don't, I mean, he did it from, what was the 26-yard line? <laughs> yeah, it sick was. That's sick behavior. It, it, it's just a different version of analytics, kind of. It's sick behavior, which is different from Nick Sirianni, who just looks sick. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, to me, like, Someone will figure it out. The Eagles do it extremely well. They had the foresight to get into the the uh, barest form of of pro football and unleash this upon the world. So be it. They shouldn't be penalized for that. And they won't. I don't think they'll get penalized for it. There's a chance that they find a way to like at least dampen the tush push versus like you know litigate it out of the game. Um, this it seems like there's enough backlash, and the fact that Nick Sirianni actually had to get in front of a mic and like campaign for it to stay in the game shows you that it feels like maybe they're backing up. This might be well, the last year of it. There's backlash because other teams can't find a way to a stop it or b do it. They oh my goodness, we've seen everybody try to emulate it. Players yeah. are going down with injury. To Quarterbacks me, are getting stuffed. That's up. just good coaching. They, just like the motion is is Miami's offensive personality, and sure. that's what everything's predicated out of the ass smash. It's the Eagles' personality. Nobody's really talking about, when we're talking about teams trying to replicate it, I think you just can't replicate Jason Kelsey. I think I think his get-off and his ability to, him and uh, Jalen Hurts to, to know what they're trying to do, the first step. Like I, I don't think there are other centers like Jason in the league, and that's a fact. He's like, the we best know center that. in the game. He's the best center in the game, and his get-off, because I think with the tush-push, when you see the snap, it, boom, they're a yard down yeah. the field. And, and I think centers can't pull off what Jason Kelsey's pulling off. So so for me, just watching it last night before we get to a break, like I, I understand why people want to outlaw it because when it's happening against your team, you're, the first place your brain goes to is get rid of this nonsense. Yes, this sucks. 
Uh, this is complete garbage. It's unfair. Uh, your, your irrational football brain immediately goes to that place. I was there last night. But that's, that's, that's football. It's leverage, and it's toughness, and it's man against man. I don't see how that should be illegal. Uh, look, they have an unfair advantage. It's not unfair, though, because they just do it better than everybody. But yeah. it's inevitable, man. Yeah. But, but again, uh, Coach Sirianni, some B12. And a little vitamin D is going to help all that stuff. I promise. Uh, Dog bleed Monday. Is there something you saw, heard, or read that was abject dog bleep over the weekend? Oh, boy. Do we have a whole sack full of them here. And I'm not talking manhood going into hour number two. Is there something you saw, read, or heard that was complete dog bleep this weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We're on social media at KLV1063. Coach Sala, you want to bring us in, please? Um, no, it's- Dog. Now we can begin. A dog bleep Monday on the way. He's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 1063.